and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson, and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. How are you? I'm well, Chip. Shirtless Thank you for asking you are. me. No, I am. Listeners can't see this, but you are shirtless right now. It's warm, and I just finished working out, <laughs> and I'm still warm. Warm. Yeah, look at my muscles. so big. And welcome back to Chip Season 1, Episode 5. This episode is called Harmless. Oh um, yeah, it is, isn't it? That's harmless. Is that how we agreed to say it? Harmless. Where are we going, Yorkshire, with it? Harmless. There we go. There we go. Sorry to everyone in Yorkshire. Um, what happened last time, MC? Well, um, we got the chance to dust off the patented uh, Tomorrow Gays in Italian accent as <laughs> Dudley Ridley. <laughs> Stop calling him Dudley. <laughs> was uh, kidnapped not just by vampires, but by the mob. Uh, And he was rescued by... The local mafia, you might say. (laughs) In all known crime. Um, Luckily, Chip and Cat were there to rescue them, Mm -hmm. um, which they did with... uh, uh, And Chip, thankfully, was able to uh, slip back into a warm bath of wanton violence. (laughs) His favourite place to be. Um, we learnt that uh, vampires are quite unusual in New York they because are. there are worse things here. Which is dumb. Pansy Tokyo with your vampires and your zombies. <laughs> this is where the real hard men come. <laughs> New York. <laughs> so yeah, that was dumb. Um, <laughs> but yes, so uh, Chip is is going through a uh, hesitate to, hesitate to use the word healing process. Uh, he's back to killing again, but there was a hint of some sort of human compassion mm-hmm. there. Um, which kind of went when he started throwing knives in people's throats, but <laughs> he might be sort of friends with uh, Ridley now, maybe. Yeah, there's some complicated relationships that are being built yeah. up right now that don't necessarily always make sense Yeah, uh, between Ridley and Chip and Cat and Chip mm-hmm. as well. I feel like, obviously Cat and Chip slept together the first night they met, and maybe there's a sort of almost like apprentice sort of thing going on there. Where... We still don't know what's up with Cat and how yeah. she has crime-fighting, monster-fighting Yeah, we're still powers. getting to know these uh, mm. characters. Cat, mysterious past, and can fight demons. Ridley, a bit well, a bit way, mm. you know. Uh, also <laughs> mysterious. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll learn some more in this uh, confusingly titled episode, MC. So let's get into it. This is Armless, part one. Previously on Chip. Chip, now a little more suspicious, said, Who are you? Let's start with a name. Ridley. He smiled. You see, I'm no one. Just a bum who can scrounge a few bucks here and there. But I have connections. I know what happens in the parts of town that ordinary people don't want to know about. I think I can help you. We all got our demons. Ridley gave a weak smile. The first vamp dropped Ridley. Your lucky day! I don't eat your kind! You okay? He asked Ridley. The New York native looked pissed off and was holding his right arm as if it was about to fall off. I guess I don't like being held hostage. Ridley's aggression faded pretty quickly as he walked behind Chip and Cat. See you around. Ridley walked towards the apartment's front door. He will, Chip said after Ridley had left. And we start one year ago. With one red ball and the black remaining, Ridley was confident he would win. His opponent, a rather disgusting demon known as Serhian? Sure. Serhian. is a bit like Sirloin. <laughs> But with a H. Serhoin. Yeah. Let's go Serhoin. I'm hungry. <laughs> His opponent, a rather disgusting demon known as Serhoin, was being seven-balled currently. 
we've done this before, really, haven't we? Him sort of hustling people at pool. It's his thing, isn't it? Yeah. How he makes a living, possibly. Just angering demons and vampires. What could go wrong? Ridley had thrown the first three games, but then started to play a little better as the winnings started to get higher and higher. He'd won the last game, with it going down to the Blackpool, and now, deciding to call it a night, Ridley was playing to his full strength. He hadn't started out his life intending to hustle poor, stupid and ugly demons out of their hard, killed cash, but it had become his way of life, and he was very good at it. Why is he hustling poor demons? Wouldn't it be better to hustle rich demons? <laughs> yeah, but maybe rich demons don't tend to go to the bars that Ridley true, does. True. And if you're poor, you're a bit more desperate, so you mm, might like, well, could win some money true. from this sucker. Uh, I mean, I feel like calling them ugly demons is a bit harsh, you know? <laughs> Come on. But Ridley had learned long ago to quit when his opponent started to clock onto his game. He easily slid his last remaining ball <laughs> into the top pocket, leaving him straight on the black. With the final pot, Ridley scoped up his final winnings and turned to commiserate his losing counterpart. Sir Hoyne was right behind him. Here you come to me, boy, he whispered. What, me? Pull the other one. This is just beginner's luck. I ain't never seen a beginner play like that. Well, now you've seen it with your own three eyes. Anyways, it's been fun, but I gotta hit the road. Places to go, people to see, you know. Ridley turned to walk away when Sir Hoyne grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and held him aloft. I should tear you apart right now, he growled. But with impending apocalypse, I have no desire to destroy things. Why though? <laughs> yeah, is it like, is it like when you're gonna go to a, like a buffet and you don't want to snack before because you don't want to ruin your appetite? So Sehwin's assuming he's gonna survive the apocalypse because they must be talking about the one. Yeah, yeah, they must be a year mm. ago or yearish ago, I mm. guess, eighteen months. Um, but yeah, that was going to be like complete end of world. Yeah, but we've, we had this discussion before, didn't we? It's like, what do these big bads want to do With when the they end destroyed the everything? Like, is it the end of humanity? Is it the end of all life on Earth? Is it pulling it into hell? Is yeah. it literally destroying the physical planet? Yeah. It's always very vague. It's just, end the world. <laughs> so, Sir Hines like, well, I don't want to hurt anyone, but I will go and play pool. <laughs> That's how I want to be <laughs> my last time. day. <laughs> you would have thought he wouldn't be so attached to his money either. <laughs> Sir Hoyne dropped Ridley back to the ground. Apocalypse? Ridley asked, quickly stuffing the money into his trouser pocket. A little trouble out in Japan. But don't you worry about that. Just look over your shoulder when you're out, boy. If it doesn't go down like it's supposed to, I'll be back for the money you owe me. You sound like, um, car. I keep expecting you to go... Trusting me. Ah, the snake. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That maybe that wasn't what I had in my mind, but that's definitely what I do now. Mm -hmm. Hey. Sir walked away from the pool table and out of the bar. Ridley had more than overstayed his welcome in the bar, which was full of demons, but full as in things are falling. Yeah. He had caught their attention, and the fact he was a human meant little when he was a human conning other demons. What? What? No, well... We've had hints that maybe Ridley isn't a demon. Isn't a demon? Or, sorry, isn't human, rather. Oh, Things yeah. about the vampires saying that they don't eat his kind and stuff like that. I wonder if this is his not being a human origin story. Maybe, ooh, ooh, backstory, that could be fun. Or maybe it's that, you know, the vampires don't come to New York and they don't eat greasy New Yorkers either. <laughs> Too much cholesterol. It smells of uh, pepperoni. <laughs> 
Ridley dashed for the back door, knowing as long as he remained human, he wouldn't be back there. Okay. Oh, okay. We've uh, also said he is definitely human a lot here. Yeah. So that yes. leads me to believe. Yeah. <laughs> and also he has been back to that bar MC. Oh. So Do we know it's the same one? No, but he's also been back to that bar MC. How many... <laughs> Paul Demon bars are there near That's New true. York. And we did say he was a regular, so, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they do kind of know who he is. Mm. The back alley that led to the bar actually smelt nicer than the inside. Looking at his watch, Ridley decided he'd head home. Happy with his earnings, he gave a little whistle as he stepped down the alley. The sound of a trash can being knocked over made him pause for a second. The words from Sir Hoyne just a few moments ago ran out in his ear. Look over your shoulder. He didn't want to, but Ridley knew very rarely was a stray cat the cause for mysterious sounds in a dark alley. Is there some sort of thing about how, like, stray cats don't come to New York? Because there's something so much worse. Raccoons. Is Ridley a raccoon demon? Oh, I really hope Does he so. get bitten by a were-raccoon? Well, no, you know what he's going to get bit by. What? Teddy bear. <gasps> That's what's going to happen. Stray cats don't come to New York because of all the teddy bears <laughs> in the alleys that bite people and infect them. So they become half teddy bear or complete teddy bear, I think he was, wasn't he? Probably. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Me too. I'm glad we remembered. As he slowly turned his head to see, something dashed forwards. Teddy bear. It was quicker than lightning and really didn't have the chance to defend himself against whatever it was <gasps> as it sank its teeth into Ridley's shoulder. Ooh. He's not a werewolf or something, is he? Ooh. Oh, we just have, but we just dealt with werewolves. I know. So. No, remember, we said the law of werewolves, that's not how they are. They're not, oh, they don't yeah, bite. Oh, yep, yep. yeah, So you were fucking wrong, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely were-raccoons. Or, or teddy bears. Or both. As quickly as it had attacked, the thing was gone. Ridley held his arm. It didn't hurt as much as when the thing had first bit him. At least it had been over quickly. Only something was wrong. He stood up and looked around the sun-drenched alleyway. Ridley had been there all night and by the looks of things, most of the morning. Just then, a sudden burst of enormous pain shot through Ridley's body, started at his shoulder. He collapsed to the floor. Ooh, so there's definitely this is definitely his origin story, isn't it? Some sort of infection of some yeah. sort? Or? Hmm. Not a vampire, because, I mean, there's no uh, mutual sucky. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did Ridley's you just coin the going, phrase mutual sucky? Ridley's been going to another kind of bar as well. <laughs> For a better mutual sucky. <laughs> God. And we skip forward to present day. The harrowing screams could be heard from miles around. He lunged from the bathroom and fell to the floor of his living, still screaming. (laughs) There was no sense to his screams. No words came out. Just a man in so much pain he felt as if his brain was about to burst. It lasted for a few minutes each time and never got any easier. In fact, he was sure the attacks were becoming more violent. Never a good sign. Just as quickly as the pain had started, it subsided into nothing leaving him grounded on the floor, feeling like he'd just run a marathon in steel boots. (laughs) Everyone relates to that. (laughs) Hang on. So, steel boots made of steel? Yeah. And he's run a marathon in them. How does that make you feel? Tired? Tired? Exhausted? Yeah. Is that what I mean? In pain? Yeah. Okay, yeah. His feet hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Ridley pulled himself up using his couch as a support. He was wearing nothing but a pair of basketball shorts and a white vest. 
It revealed his severely bruised and disfigured right arm and shoulder. So he's, yeah, like some sort of infection or something he's got. Some sort of demon disease? I wonder if it's... Is is this his final form? Is it gonna be? Ooh. Is he gonna evolve further or whatever? Huh? Is he like treating it with some sort of demon pool mutual sucking magic? <laughs> Using his left hand, Ridley reached over and touched the swelling lumps. <laughs> <laughs> they deflated quickly, and their deformities also disappeared as quick as they mm. appeared. Ridley took a deep breath and went back to the bathroom to finish getting dressed. He was going to be late for the card game. He'd have to hurry. This and last month's rent depended on him winning some cash today. Oh, he's hustling. Yeah, he's hustling, but he's obviously dealing with something. It seems to come and go, I guess, Mm. then. Like the pain and the lumps and the bruising and disfigurement. Some sort of weird demon foot epilepsy. (laughs) Which is exactly what you were going for. (laughs) I'm not sure we read the same thing there, you know? (laughs) A few hours later and Ridley was doing fine. No more pain, which was probably helped by a fair amount of wild turkey. And he was winning. A a delicious bourbon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sponsor of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Largely thanks to a stash of aces concealed in his jacket sleeve. Yeah, I knew how to cheat at cards. (laughs) Put a load of aces up there. (laughs) Oh, look, I win seven aces. (laughs) The demon he was playing against were his favourite kind. The dumb kind. But not ugly, crucially. No, are they poor? <laughs> it's just some poor demon who's got a family to support and he's also trying to win his month's rent. He's like, if I don't get it, they're going to kick us out. We'll be homeless demons. <laughs> they were handy with their fists, but when it came to thinking at poker, they sucked more than a newly born infant on their mother's breast. That's even better metaphor than the marathon in steel boots. <laughs> So, what, they suck more than, like, three or four times a day? Is that what I mean? I don't know how often babies eat. (laughs) Is it eating when they breastfeed? According to Sonic High School, it is. Ah, well then... It must be true. (laughs) That's where I go to for all my anatomy and science. (laughs) Naturally, money was involved. A lot of money. So clearly not that poor, then. Ridley was just about to land a lot. All he had to do was switch one measly five of clubs for the Ace of Hearts, and he'd have the entire winnings. Sure enough, when the demons were passing around a bottle of rum, Ridley was able to make the switch. Read him and weep, guys. He calmly said as he lay his hand across the table. Reaching across to collect the stash, one of the demons slammed his hand across Ridley's. We don't like to lose. The demon said with more than a hint of malice in his voice. Definitely hear the malice there. (laughs) That was the most malicious thing I could think of right there. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we kind of set Ridley up as someone who makes his living, like, hustling and stuff. Mm. But every time we've looked in on him doing this, it's gone badly. Yeah. This is the third time now. Did he just get a job in the supermarket or something? <laughs> One of the other demons kicked its chair back and grabbed Ridley by the throat, dragging him to the ground. Struggling on the floor, Ridley couldn't even call out for help. Not that any of the occupants of this particular bar would help him. Okay, so there's clearly... Is this the same bar, or is this another demon bar? Oh my god, I can't, I can't really track. There's potentially three different demon gambling pool card bars. Yeah, I mean it could be one because we said at the beginning that he was a regular. The demons, the regulars knew that him. That was a year ago. Maybe he's found a different gambling demon bar. That's why the vampires don't after come to New York. Too many demon bars. After he got bitten by a teddy bear outside the previous <laughs> one, maybe he found a different one. 
Struggling on the floor, Ridley couldn't even call out for help. Not that any of the occupants of this particular bar would help him. They knew Ridley too well, and whatever he got, he had come into him. It sounds like the first bar. Mm. Yeah. In amongst the being pinned down and being unable to breathe, a deep rush of aggression raged within Ridley, and he knew what was coming. It would hurt like hell, and would not be pretty, but he had the sickening satisfaction it would save his life. With one mighty push, Ridley shoved the demon on top of him into his friends. They all fell down and wore looks of shock when they saw Ridley. Superpowers. Also, is this a drinking moment? Because he's kind of, they haven't gone into the wall, but he's pushed something back into their friends in a really strong manner. I think that counts. Okay, a half drink. Half drink, yeah. Take a sip. <laughs> His entire right arm was five times as big as usually. Spouting arms Hulk Hogan would be scared to have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, brother! That's too big! <laughs> Not only that, it was ravaged with bruise-like colours, yellow, purple, brown and greens, with small pimples and unnatural swollen lumps over the skin. So it's almost like an incredible Hulk mm, arm he's just suddenly like developed. like very specific. Yeah. This deformity extended over the right side of Ridley's neck, chest and face. His clothes became slightly torn at the mutation, and the look in his right deformed eye suggested Ridley wasn't quite in the driving seat. Hmm... Just half in the passenger seat. (laughs) He made light work of the demons, and very soon the back room of the bar was covered in demon blood and parts. I love body parts. (laughs) Oh God, it's a and b again. (laughs) It's a and b for demons. (laughs) That's what they should do. The Tokyo Memorial B&B should be... A B&B for demons. What, and then they kill them? or? Well, no, there's good demons out there as well. You're just coming to see the sights of the old Victorian alleys of London. <laughs> anyway, MC, that is Tamara Gaysa. This True. is Chip. Has his own distinct <laughs> identity. It's very separate. He made light work of the demons, and very soon the back room of the bar was covered in demon blood and parts. Ridley squashed the last remaining demon's head, popping it in his right hand like it was a grape. Ah, so uh, so Ridley's half demon then it seems. Yeah, well, um, where was? <laughs> sounds familiar. Why? Where, where have I heard? Mm. Well, okay. In my slight defence, in mm. defending what sixteen, seventeen-year-old me, slightly mm. here. Mm. Yes, there is like a sort of small Weasley sort of leather jacket wearing guy whose name is slightly similar to Doyle. Um, and he was basically Doyle, but not Irish, uh, who's also half demon. Mm. But mm. Uh, he's only literally half demon in the sense that it's only his right arm. And, the, you know, it's kind of like, an, I guess, infection part of his body. Right. As opposed to Doyle, who could turn into a demon fully. Why, why was he like one of his parents was a demon and one of his parents was a human? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, so that means entirely distinct yeah, and original. Yes, exactly. So, you know, it was heritage for Doyle, but yeah. Ridley has been infected by a yes, how teddy bear demon. Completely different. <laughs> and a, a Hulk Hogan fearing teddy bear demon. <laughs> the dust on the concrete floor stopped him from sliding across too far, but he had no time to lie down. Chip pushed himself to his feet quickly, just in time to avoid the wall on his left crushing him. The ah, wall? The wall. Is being attacked by a wall? <laughs> Maybe he threw someone into the wall and now ah, the wall's going for a wrench. Yeah. But also, finally we get to Chip. Finally. God, it's only his show and it's like three pages in and we've only just got to him. I feel like any time Chip isn't on the page or the screen, all the other characters should be like, where's Chip? <laughs> He's so good at sex. <laughs> 
Chip pushed himself to his feet quickly, just in time to avoid the wall on his left crushing him. The demon, standing where the wall had once been, was well over eight foot tall, there we go. <laughs> built like Mr. Universe on steroids, and was purely in this world to destroy as much of it as was demonly possible. <laughs> nice. Also, I feel like Mr. Universe is definitely on steroids. <laughs> I... Maybe it's like double steroids. Oh, yeah, maybe demon it... <laughs> steroids. Or it's like if Mr. Universe was just a naturally that man, right. that was just how he looks without and doing then anything. then you put him on steroids. Yeah. right. Double steroids. <laughs> I love height as well. Yeah. I really love, like, he was eight foot, no, no ten foot tall. <laughs> he was big. <laughs> the way Ridley told it, this demon was drop kicked out of its home dimension as it was corrupted by the myth of an all... Of an... Huh? The way Ridley told it, this demon was drop-kicked out of its home dimension as it was corrupted by the myth of an all-powerful force. What? What? I can't think what you'd mean instead of myth. I think you actually meant myth, even though it's dumb and doesn't make sense. <laughs> also, I like to imagine the demon was literally drop-kicked in like some sort of... <laughs> like, he's a big, muscly dude, there's a wrestling match. And then and then someone, a demon with arms that Hulk Hogan would be scared to have, drop-kicked him out. I mean, a lot of my influence comes from wrestling, so it wouldn't surprise me at all. But I guess maybe in this demon's universe, there was a myth about an all-powerful force that's turned out to be true. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I get a lot of backstory in that one sentence. The demon had swallowed this force, and it now resided in the host's stomach, possessing it with great strength, power, and insanity. (gasps) (laughs) This definitely sounds like a shitty wrestling backstory. It does! It's possessed with great strength, great power, and great insanity. Chip tried to put as much distance from it as he could by limping up the stairs. The demon had been residing in a former block of apartments that had been abandoned a long time ago for being unsafe. Because there's a big demon in there. <laughs> no, it was unsafe before the ah, giant demon. Okay. God, what is a giant demon going to do now? No wonder that wall attacked a chip. <laughs> Knowing it was probably right behind him, he ducked into the first open apartment door, closing in behind him. Looking out the window, Chip could see he was around five floors up. His clothes and coat were covered with dust and sprinkled in his own nose blood. Not his nose blood. <laughs> it's the worst kind of blood to be sprinkled in. Also, it's interesting to see Chip sort of, you know, going on another Ridley tip on a sort of mission or whatever, mm. you know, getting him into the world a bit more. Mm-hmm. He could hear the demon stamping its way up the stairs. Wondering what to do, something caught Chip's eye. It was lying on the floor. He grabbed it at the precise moment the demon walked through the wooden door. Without giving it a chance to attack again, Chip leapt through the air, wrapping himself around the demon's waist and brining hey! the carving knife down, stabbing deep into the demon's stomach. Our old friend Brining. Oh, hello, Brining. It's been a while. I missed you. <laughs> hello, Brining, my old friend. <laughs> Why didn't Chip bring weapons? I was thinking that, and then I thought, perhaps he's lost them already in the fight. Ah, ah, good work. God, you're so good That's at what that. what I'm here for. <laughs> That's why I let you on my podcast. There's <laughs> <laughs> such a list of people just <laughs> straining to get on. No, I'm sorry, The Rock. <laughs> there's just no space for you. We're afraid there's it, the podcast contains teddy bears that you may be afraid of. <laughs> it let out a yell and furiously tried to wrestle Chip away. He's a wrestler. Mm. Put him in like a headlock or something. But the ninja was relentless. 
He continued to cut around the demon's belly like he was opening a tin of soup. How did how did you open a <laughs> tin of soup back then? Well, you know, like if you break your tin opener or you don't, you lose it or something right. like that, and you have to put like a a, a knife in the yeah, top, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's really dangerous. Like crocodile isn't it? Dundee style. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Gallons, gallons of blood spilled out of the wound, and yet still the demon remained standing. I guess if you were an eight-foot-tall giant demon, you'd have gallons of blood. You'd have so much, with all the steroids that you're taking. <laughs> Finally, Chip had cut a full circle. Reaching in... Okay, this, the grammar of this is weird. Reaching in his hands for their way to a basketball-shaped object. I guess found their way? Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Yanking it out, Chip let go of the demon. Covered in entrails, guts and a lot of blood, he examined the item in his possession. It was soft to the touch, with a balloon-like quality to it. Certainly didn't feel like an item of power. How would, would Hulk Hogan be scared of it? <laughs> no, he's only scared of teddy bears with giant arm. <laughs> the demon, now on its knees, came crawling towards Chip, reaching out for the balloon. Chip again raised a knife, this time bursting the balloon item. More gunge escaped from it, covering Chip. The demon's head hit the floor. In this episode, Chip fights a demon balloon. <laughs> we meet again, demon balloon. <laughs> you seem to be quite sure of yourself. I hope you're not getting overinflated. Hooray! <laughs> Thanks, Ridley. Chip said as he dropped the knife and the remains of the balloon. How was your night? Ha, we know it's going badly for Ridley. Yay! Yay. <laughs> he hadn't had to fight a balloon. <laughs> the blood was beginning to dry onto Chip's clothing. He had already removed his black coat, which would be deemed as useless now, and discarded it in a trash can on the way back to his apartment. No, not Chip's coat. You loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He can spend another 20 quid on a new one. <laughs> I told you, I spent like 70 quid on that oh, terrible coat that I loved. <laughs> All he wanted to do now was take a long hot shower and get some much needed sleep. But when he stepped into his apartment, he found Ridley pacing furiously. Has he just given Ridley a key at this point? Because you might as well, right? Yeah. He didn't even seem to notice a blood-covered Chip enter. Evening, Chip said. He was beginning to get used to seeing Ridley in his apartment, but the New York native didn't answer. Just acknowledged Chip with a quick look up. Good call on that demon. What demon? Ridley paused. The one you sent me after. Tall lad. Likes to wear a ball in its stomach. Oh, right, that. How'd it go? Chip looked down at himself and resisted the urge to come back with a sarcastic reply. Instead, he decided to give Ridley a bit of praise. Oh, Bond in. Chip? <laughs> what happened? Did the balloon possess him? <laughs> he's gone mad with insanity. A great he's been, insanity. He's been nice to people. <laughs> His information was becoming very handy, if a little dangerous. It was right where you said it'd be. And I killed it the way you said to. Looks like you're becoming a valuable informative. Informative? <laughs> you are a valuable informative to our company. <laughs> Still, Ridley paced. Are you okay? Chip asked as he walked into his bedroom. Who? Me? Fine. Why wouldn't I be? Chip reappeared a few moments later, wearing a pair of clean sweatpants and a black t-shirt. Because either there was a shortage of sugar and you've stopped to load up in your bloodstream, or there's something wrong. Ah, uh, the old chip quip. <laughs> oh, we missed a lot of those when he was being sullen and yeah, sad about being evil. Yeah, 
because there was either a shortage of sugar and you've stopped to load up in your bloodstream, or there's something wrong. Ha. <laughs> that was the reaction it deserved. <laughs> Demons. Ridley cried out. Thousands of them, polluting this world, taking and hurting anyone they want. Something has got to be done. I guess that's where I come in. Yes. Ridley said as he stopped pacing. Yes, you do. He walked over to a now sitting chip. There's more. Demons, I mean. Real nasty ones, too. Can't it wait? I've got a busted nose and I smell like the wrong end of a pig. Is there a right way of a pig? <laughs> if you smell its face, it's like, ooh, mm, flowers. <laughs> no, no, no. They need to be stopped right now, before they hurt anyone else. Who'd they hurt? Ridley swallowed hard, scratching his arm. Just get it done. They're called Rocolas and they bite. They infect their victims with this venom, which works as a duplicate too. After a few hours, a new Rocola will hatch out of whoever has been bitten. Oh, mm. Alright, so is Ridley, uh, is he setting Chip on himself? or No, I think it's... Or did he want it to go after the one that infected him originally? Yeah, and maybe there's a bunch of them around. It's, uh... It just reminded me of um, Gremlins now. Ah, oh, I'll take that comparison. A self-replicating race, it's not all that uncommon. But Ridley didn't appear to be listening. He continued spouting off the information. It takes them a while to poison someone. They have to have their fangs into flesh for quite some time. And it's just a matter of time. And when the clock is reaching zero, the pain is unbearable. Ridley caught Chip looking at him. Or so I'm told. Right. Asexual demons, nasty bite, plenty of venom. Anything else I should know? They should be hiding in the sewer somewhere. I've been trying to track them down for a while, but had no joy. All right, I'll get changed and then I'm off. I'll come with you. Ridley, you look knackered. Go home. I've got someone I can call on if I need backing up. Ridley nodded and just left. Chip, knowing Ridley and his usual loudmouth self, knew there was something else to this. He'd been in New York for a few months now, but had known Ridley a matter of weeks. Despite the fact he'd given some vital information regarding the city and its inhabitants, Chip still wasn't sure he could trust Ridley. Mm. Well, forget all that bonding stuff then, I guess that's <laughs> out the window. <laughs> I guess he's uh, naturally a bit wary of new people just turning up in his life and being like, I know everything about you, go kill this demon. <laughs> and I mean, Ridley is acting out of character as well. Yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah, yeah. And I, I'm guessing Chip, uh, Cat is this person that yeah, Chip can call be. on if he needs to? Do you think the mm. whole reason Ridley went to Chip in the first place was because he knew he was tracking these Rocolas and he wanted Chip to kill them? Probably. And he's just sort of been helping him along the way with other stuff? What's Ridley's endgame for getting the Rocolas killed? Is that just revenge? Or... Maybe. Maybe there's some sort of... Maybe if there's going to be some dumb thing where if, like, if you kill the one that bit you, you mm. revert back or something. Yeah, yeah. Or... Like vampire or zombie style or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Having hardly gotten the key into his front door, Ridley fell flat on his face but didn't notice... <laughs> Wait, how do you not notice you've fallen flat on your face? I imagine we'll find out. The pain running from his shoulder extended into his hip, ribs, neck, forearm and hand was too great. Is it getting bigger? Maybe, like, is yeah, it spreading? maybe it's getting worse. Because yeah. he did say that uh, the Rocolas would have to have their fangs in you to completely infect you. Yeah, and turn you. but it was a quick bite, so yeah. I guess it's taking longer for it to oh, infect shit. him. And it seems to be when he gets angry or he's under pressure that it comes out? Yeah. Hmm. He couldn't even scream anymore as the pain took over his voice box and his entire mind. <laughs> I love it when pain takes over your voice box and entire mind. Some sort of balloon. <laughs> the room became a great blur as Ridley passed out on his apartment floor. 
Oh, Paul really might feel bad for him. No. Yeah. He just wants to hustle poor, stupid, ugly <laughs> demons. Poor little teddy bear. <laughs> the clothes Chip was wearing were so freshly cleaned, they were still damp. Oh, just, oh, come on, man. I'm, I'm trying. He doesn't, I'm he trying. doesn't have central heating, <laughs> so That's he true. can't dry his clothes properly. Oh, but still, he refuses to get it. No, I don't like it. He wore a claret t-shirt under a blue short sleeve shirt along with a pair of dark jeans and black boots. Insight into your fashion sense back then. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Although, didn't we establish claret means blood? So is it he he wore a blood t-shirt? So he hasn't been cleaned very well. Considering what he's been up to, I'm not surprised. Demon fighting in New York had been tough on his wardrobe and his almost missed... And his almost missed the days in Tokyo when a light brush would see off of any unwanted vampire dust. There we go, some typos. <laughs> Love shit in the bed on sentences like that. <laughs> Buying new clothes was a burden on Chip's already tight money problems, and he'd resorted to getting anything that would fit from the cheapest clothes store he could find. Fashion wasn't really important to him anymore. He used to be such a <laughs> fashion Easter after all. He was a trendsetter. Looking through Cosmo, <laughs> seeing what the trends are going to be. A few years ago, he liked to look cool whilst fighting the hordes of evil. But now, with the exception of a long black coat, Chip just liked clothes that didn't rip too easily. Doesn't even have his long black coat anymore. No. You have to throw it away. Unless he's got some sort of like, you know, cupboard full of them. Just like ten spares yeah, just in yeah. case. Do you think with the line of work that he's in, they must go through a lot of clothes mm. ninjas, you know, because things mm. are always going to get bloody and torn. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they'd have to be a bit thrifty, I think, with their yeah. uh, fashion choices. Matalan it is. <laughs> Thinking about it now, he wondered if they did any lead jumpers at the clothes outlet, as these demons he was about to come up against didn't seem to be a friendly bunch. But you you got LED there. Yeah, but I mean, but it's not red. LED as in red. Red. Oh, he must be red as in blood. I so thought that he way... meant like lead as in that would shield him as an armor sort of thing. I feel like lead armor wouldn't be the best <laughs> and protect him from any nuclear uh, waste that was leaking out anywhere. <laughs> yeah, red makes sense. Okay. okay, but even then, red blood on a red jumper is still going to show. You're not going to be able to walk around the well, streets like, do, 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 just me and my red jumper. That's why he's got a claret t-shirt. <laughs> his nose was still broken, but had at least stopped bleeding, and there was still a limp in his step from the battle earlier. No rest for the wicked. <laughs> Famalam! <laughs> <laughs> but Chip wasn't a stupid man. He knew when he needed help, even if he didn't like asking for it. I mean, clearly not. He had many emotional problems that he never asked for help for, and that went really sour. <laughs> However, his search for that help had come to a bit of a dead end. He'd searched all the areas he'd found Cat in before, and nothing. She wasn't in any of the bars, alleys, shops, or abandoned buildings in the surroundings Chip had found her in previously. I feel like... I mean, there was a time when they just sort of bumped into her when they was walking around. Mm. But, I mean, alleys and abandoned buildings, shops. He's just walking around Asda like, cat, cat. <laughs> She's not here. I'll try an alleyway. <laughs> Knowing there were only a few hours until daybreak, Chip abandoned his search for cat and jumped into the nearest sewer access. She's not in the supermarket. Maybe she'll be in the sewer. Well, he's going after the Ricolas, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. But, like... How many miles of sewer tunnels must there be in New York? Presumably quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is he just going to wander around and hope that... He's not very good at tracking, is he? He's just gonna... Excuse me. <laughs> Ricola's. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> 
She was a mysterious woman, and Chip figured that that was why he found her so interesting. They had shared one night of passion that went really well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. it was really good, yeah. But things hadn't exactly gone smooth between them since. He could feel something about her, something special. Whether that was a good thing or a bad thing remained to be seen, but Chip was determined to find out. I don't think you had the subtlety to work this into your writing by then, Mm -hmm. but do you think that in some ways Chip and Kat sleeping together as being sort of their first meeting has actually thrown a bit of a wrench in their relationship? Possibly, but I feel like even if they hadn't slept together, their relationship still would have been strained. Mm. Like, a cat feels like she's very much independent, doing her own thing, mm. you know, doesn't want anyone around, whether it is a mentor or, mm. you know, a lover or anything, mm. or a friend even, you know, mm. anything like that. So maybe Chip wouldn't have felt as connected to her. Mm, yeah. I feel like Cat said, I mean, when they slept together, it didn't mean anything. Yeah. Whereas I feel like it meant, felt, it meant more to Chip mm. because he's been so alone for such yeah, a long time. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. The stench of the sewer interrupted his thoughts. Covering his broken nose with his wet t-shirt, Chip began the search for the Rocolas. The telephone rang four times before a hand reached out and took the receiver. Ridley didn't bother to get up to take the call. He wasn't even sure he could just yet. Hello? He mumbled. Understanding what the voice on the other was saying, Ridley replied with a simple, I'll be there, before dropping the phone onto the floor next to him. Time had a habit of speeding up when you're unconscious, and Ridley had no idea how long he'd been out. All he knew was the violent attacks and mutations were getting worse. Something had to be done about soon. (laughs) Otherwise, Ridley wasn't sure what action would have to be taken. But he had to get his act together. He had a card game to attend. (laughs) He's dedicated, isn't he? It all went so well last time. I I haven't paid in my pension yet. (laughs) You know, he only killed the people of the last card game he went to because his mutations were getting worse. Yeah, I guess so. But he, you know, they attacked him. He got really angry, and his mutations getting worse. Mm-hmm. So time for another card game. Maybe have a night off, mate. <laughs> so far, the sewer search wasn't going to plan. No shit, it was a terrible plan. Just going into a sewer and hoping for the best. <laughs> so far, the sewer search wasn't going to plan, and Chip was beginning to think that maybe for once Ridley had given him the wrong information. No, it was just very vague information about a possible location. He'd gotten used to the smell, just about. But every new turn brought several new stinks to his nostrils. <laughs> oh, the stinks down here. <laughs> so it's... many stinks. Oh, not another stink. This oh. is the worst stink. <laughs> Smells like the wrong end of a pig. <laughs> the sewers in New York had a certain feel about them. They were a lot larger than the ones in Tokyo and could certainly play home to a variety of creatures. The blackness of each tunnel made Chip feel strangely safe in his new land. Ah, there we go. (laughs) New brooding territory for him. I want to do that again. Hang on. The blackness of each tunnel made Chip feel strangely safe in his new land. It surrounds me like a blanket. (laughs) This tunnel is like my insides. (laughs) Stinks. (laughs) Just then, a noise could be heard in the darkness a few tunnels away. Chip moved slowly, keeping his back against the wall to avoid on light he was heading into. To avoid on light? Any light, I'm guessing? He was heading... Yeah, maybe. Sure. I mean, there's two letters missing from that, but sure. He could hear two voices, and they were yelling at one another. Guessing the Rocolas weren't in a great mood, Chip pulled out two sighs that were resting on the band of his trousers. Over the past few months, the sighs had become Chip's weapon of choice. Whenever you say about how they're resting in his waistband, I just think of Napoleon Dynamite. 
<laughs> well, that's that image ruined, isn't it? <laughs> I think I'm thinking more like Raphael. Uh, no. <laughs> but he's in a sewer. He's got a shell. Napoleon Dynamite is going to do a cool dance and make all the kids at school like him. Oh, he's going to vote for Pedro. But haven't those sides been Chip's weapon of choice quite a bit? Or yeah, you... yeah, they were in Tomorrow Guys and he used them in the final showdown. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he's just realising, he's like, oh, I really like these. Hmm. Oh, he's found a new thing. <laughs> I'll make them my weapon of choice. And then Fatboy Slim was like, oh, that's a great title yeah. for a song. <laughs> Thanks, Chip. <laughs> You're welcome, Fatboy Slim. Get me Christopher Walken! <laughs> He'd become very proficient in using them in battle, and they were a lot easier to carry and conceal. Chip spun them in his hands as he moved towards the bright light and closer to the voices. Did Napoleon Dynamite ever spin his size? Probably. Yeah. They were a lot clearer now. But Johnny, that's what we agreed on! Yeah, well, the price went up. How? Inflation. The two sets of voices were on the brink of a full-scale argument. Chip interrupted before it escalated. All he wanted to do was get home and rest. He stepped into full view of the light, size at the ready. The two men stopped arguing and turned to face Chip. One was showing the other an open briefcase. Ooh. It was full of little plastic bags filled with white powder. <gasps> Drugs! Talcum! <laughs> My mistake, Chip said. You're damn right. The man without the briefcase pulled out his gun, aiming Directly at Chip's head. And that's where we're going to leave. Armless, part one. Ooh, so Chip stumbled across a mafia deal in the sewers? All the known crimes. <laughs> that's what the stink really was. Crimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, just to apologise to the audience, because you may get confused with our mafioso voices, because they're yeah. very much one tone. Yeah. So just, you know, we haven't got a... At the moment, we don't have a regular occurring mafia character. Yeah. But when we do, it's going to sound exactly the same. And probably quite similar to Ridley as well. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. But what did we make of this episode then, MC? It was, I'm glad that we finally get some fucking backstory on Ridley and his mysterious, ooh, he's not a human, maybe somehow. Yeah, we didn't draw it out. A lot no. of shows will just like, keep that for like 50 episodes or something. Yeah. And it was, of course, extremely original. He got bit by a Rocola demon that didn't finish infecting him, MC. That's never happened before. <laughs> that that part, sure. I can't in all good conscience defend my 16-year-old writing. I really don't want to either because <laughs> that will make me a very bad no, person. No, it's a work of genius. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good to get the, uh, the background on uh, Ridley's mysterious past. Um, and it seems like there's some sort of ticking clock kind of thing going on yeah. with the infection possibly spreading. I wonder... Because Ridley's never said anything about, you know, like, bringing the heart of the Rocola back or anything mm. like that to cure him. Mm. So maybe it is just a sort of, like, I want these guys to die before I finally turn into one yeah. or something. And or... is he going to ask Chip to kill him when he turns? That wouldn't surprise me. And Chip's like, oh, God, please, no, I can't. I can't do this again. I can't kill someone else. And Chip's like, sure. <laughs> do you want me to do it now? Or <laughs> just, just walks up and snaps his neck and like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I think what's interesting... <laughs> interesting... I, I don't know how else to rephrase that. <laughs> What's interesting about uh, this spin-off series, Chip, is uh, obviously we have new characters mm. uh, in Cat and Ridley. So it's good to kind of explore their backgrounds a bit. And they're not based on our friends as well. Yeah, these are like, original Tifa creations. Lockhart was obviously a good friend of ours in college. <laughs> Shinokan as well. And there was that Harato guy who was just such a dick. Don't get me started on Jack and Lee. <laughs> <laughs> or my brother Scoot. <laughs> 
Hey, I liked him. <laughs> Everyone likes Scoot. Yeah. <laughs> we miss you. R.I.P. Scoot. Uh, yeah, but in terms of the lore of this shit universe, yeah. new characters to explore. Getting a bit of backstory here with Ridley. Yeah. Um, we don't really know where he, a lot of his backstory up until about a year ago, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, enough. We knew he was a kind of uh, hustling New Yorkian fella. Yeah. And now we find out he's got these kind of mystery half-demon mutation yeah. thing. Maybe that's how I tried to separate it from Doyle. was like, it's not it's not a demon uh, half, it's a mutation. It's very, very different, lawyers. Please don't sue me. Joss Whedon, please. <laughs> Can I... I'm sure that in the very first D&D game we played together, Ooh, okay. you had a character who had some sort of demon arm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I based it off this... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Uh, but I obviously changed it to make it more D&D lore. He wasn't a wisecracking New Yorkian card hustler. <laughs> he was a wisecracking <laughs> fantasy city name card hustler. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I remember kind of stealing that idea and... Uh... You ripped off yourself! Oh my god, we've gone too far. We've gone too far. End the podcast, this is too much. That was mostly the Inception <laughs> Falcon, but never mind. Should we tell the spooky story? What spooky story? About that game. Uh, I mean, you can tell me that spooky story about that game, because I don't know what this is. So, we... I was the DM, it was Chip uh-huh. and another friend of ours. And um, in it, one of the, the game mechanics was that when Chip's character's demon arm came to the fore, he would sort of roll to see if he was in control or not. And he failed his role, and he attacked his uh, party mate and scratched them. And then the person later noticed that they had scratch marks on their arm, like physically in real life. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, man. My God, so are you saying that I attacked a friend of ours? Yes, with your D&D mind powers. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But tune into our D&D podcast for more <laughs> information on our D&D games from 10 years ago. <laughs> Well, if you've got any stories about uh, weird things that happened during your D&D games, <laughs> there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch. You can find us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash Podcast, And we are on Twitter at HowIRippedOff. That was a weird delivery. I noticed that I always use the same cadence when I'm saying ah. the thing, so I try to switch it up a bit. <laughs> the little shoulder shrugy thing you did there to look cool was amazing. I look super cool. <laughs> And you can find our entire back catalogue <laughs> on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Radio, iTunes and YouTube. Perfect. And if you want to leave us a rating and review, maybe tell us about your D&D character mm. and the way in which you ripped off <laughs> yourself. yourself. <laughs> uh, please do that, because we are intrigued to find out. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's just circle that back. Please leave us a rating and review. Yeah, you don't have to do the other stuff. <laughs> But you, you, know, you can come say hello to us. You know, if you yeah. are listening to this and you are a fan of the podcast, we're very lonely. Yes, please help. Uh, we've been in lockdown for like six months now. We need human interaction that we're isn't in, each other. We're in our New York apartment without <laughs> any central heating or sitcoms, and that's just the way we'd like it. <laughs> <laughs>